Hey everyone, Bryce McElhaney here from Generally Speaking. Uh, this is called Small Talk, and I think I'm just going to be treating this as an extension of the normal podcast, just sort of um, a place for me to talk about things maybe I don't get to discuss with some of my guests. Uh, I don't know, it just seems like something fun to do. Um, I don't know how often I'll do it, but it seems fun so far. So I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just start right off. I think my house is haunted. We live in a, uh, this house was built in like, I think 1950, okay? So it's a pretty old home. It's, you know, relatively old. Um, we've had some creepy occurrences happen here. I really couldn't tell you all of them. Maybe that should be saved for another, another time. But today, this morning, I, uh, I was sitting here at my desk, kind of zinned out, staring out the window, watching the rain sipping on some coffee, and I hear a loud crash. Startling. So I go into the uh, living room or kitchen or wherever it came from just to figure out what it was, what the noise was. Um, I didn't see anything out of place. That's what was weird. I was like, what What just fell off? It's something definitely fell off of a table or something and hit the floor very loudly. Nope, nothing. Everything in the kitchen seems fine. I check my bathroom, and then I come up to the record wall. Okay, so if you watch the normal podcast, you see the record wall in every episode. Um, we switch out the record sleeves about, like, once every four weeks or so. And right now, there is a record on the top left. It's Andy Gibb. And uh, that's what I saw on the floor. Andy Gibb just staring right up at me. With its missing place on the record wall. I don't know why it fell just now. That's the weird part, okay? It's just a little spooky. That's all I'm saying. It, it, what made it happen today, this morning? It's been up there for weeks, you know? It's uncomfortable. I'm not saying this place is haunted. I really, I'm not sure about that, you know? I feel pretty comfortable here, really. But it's just a little weird stuff like that. Like, what exactly made it give? What, was it some sort of vibration occurring from the wall that finally made it fall out? And, and I need to explain this. The record wall was was made by my roommate, Riley. He thought it was a good idea. I agreed. I thought it was a great idea. Looks good for the podcast. Um, and some of the record sleeves are different sizes. So some of them I have to kind of wedge in there, and other uh, ones I kind of have to just set in there, and, and it kind of catches at the very tip of the sleeve so it doesn't fall off, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm guessing that the Andy Gibb one, I, I left it on the floor, I haven't checked, is it, I'm guessing it's one that kind of, you know, has a little wiggle room for it to fall. Uh, I just don't know what made it fall. The thing is, though, this has happened before. When I was first moving in, we had less furniture here in the house, and we have a hardwood floor. So I was chilling out, watching some TV, and uh, it's a pretty big, like, living space from, the t like, the living room area to, like, what is supposed to be, like, a dining area, I guess, where I do the podcast. Um, the record wall is basically on the other end of the room where I was sitting watching TV. And uh, I heard a really loud noise, you know, a noise that sounds like um, a record falling off of a wall that's about, you know, almost six foot high 
maybe, I don't know, 5.5, five, something like that, falling flat on a uh, hard surface. It's pretty alarming, you know, pretty startling. So I, I look around behind me, and I'm like, what was that? And I see the single record lying on the floor, and just as that happened, the TV freaked out. The Roku, like, restarted or something, and I think it has, like, a, like, whenever you start up Roku, it, like, has a noise that it makes, but this was a different noise. It was, like, a reboot noise, like, a very sudden, like, oh, this something crashed, we gotta restart kind of noise. Super loud. This all happened within five seconds of each other. So I just kind of sat there, frozenly, trying to assess the situation. Um, you know, I'm fine. Everything's good. There's just a lot of weird instances of stuff like that happening in this house. So, Eminem's Kamikaze album dropped, uh, I don't know, like a week ago. And uh, I haven't been following Eminem for a long time. I, I, uh, I don't pay too much attention to music in general nowadays, but especially when it comes to like uh, Eminem and stuff, I just don't really, you know, I don't care. I don't, I don't care too much. But I wanted to check out this album just because it had so much hype. And uh, there were so many people talking about it. It's basically a giant diss track against everyone. So I had to, I had to listen to it. I gave it a few listens, and uh, I think I like three songs off of it. I think I like the, the song where he's like, "Oh, I'm the best. I'm the best rapper. You're all trash. You're all trash. I hate you. I'm better." You know. I think that's the second song. Okay. And then there's another song that's like, uh, like, "Hey, I'm still good. I'm still, I'm relevant." Uh, you know. That's a good one too. I like that one a lot. And then there's a. I think it's one of the, the last songs on the album, and I think it features Bon Iver or Bon Iver. I think it uh, has Justin Vernon on there uh, doing some auto-tune singing. It sounds just like him, so it has to be. But it didn't say featured on the title track, so I don't know. Am I talking too fast? Um, I like those three songs quite a bit. I think they're, they're decent. They don't have any, like, replay value for me. Maybe I have... You know, I have less at stake here. I don't know a whole lot of the things that he is referencing. I don't know a lot of the other rappers that he's talking about. So that was the fun for me, listening to this and uh, watching an entire video essay explaining to me uh, why, uh, why he said this about this guy and what this guy tweeted and that made him and him mad and whatever else. And that brings me to the point I'm telling you this, I love, I love hierarchies within like certain fields of interest. If that makes, like, I like that people think that Eminem is the best rapper. You know, I have no credibility. I can't, I can only say what I think, which doesn't mean much at all. I don't subject myself enough to it to give that kind of like valid analysis, but I like watching videos of other rappers being like oh yeah rap you know like this guy's the best they're like this guy sucks or this i love the politics involved with it i think rap music is like reality tv for music because it's just nothing like they they they're capitalizing off of dissing each other it's kind of genius marketing because like the, the whole thing that's happening right now between eminem and uh machine gun kelly right I think he dissed Machine Gun Kelly for something that Machine Gun Kelly tweeted. And so Machine Gun Kelly came out with a diss track called Rap Devil, which I saw on Facebook, you know, a day after checking out the album. I was like, oh, I got to see this. 
Um, it was actually a solid song. It was good. It was a lot better than like most of the songs I listened to on Eminem's new album, which I thought was like, it said a lot. It said a lot to me. It was like, I don't even know who this rapper is. I have no bias. You know, I might have had like a natural inclination to like Eminem because uh, I grew up listening to a lot of Eminem, a lot of it. Um, and uh, here this this younger guy is rapping about how terrible Eminem is now. And it was it was pretty good. That's got to suck. That's got to be humiliating, you know? It seems like that's just the natural trajectory of an artist is that you're really good at some point and then the world just has to watch you slowly decline. And the entire time you are constantly fighting for relevance or quality and it's just not there anymore. Something was lost along the way, you know? You achieved what you were seeking out and uh, ever since then you don't have the same like muse. You don't have the same channels that you once had within you that access this, for Eminem, this like anger. Because his anger now is very like, it's like insecure anger, you know? It's like a, it's like a forced anger. So I feel like this is making him a better artist right now because he's feeling vulnerable, he's feeling old, he's feeling a little outdated maybe, and he is like trying to reiterate to the world like, hey, I'm still relevant, I'm the best, I'm the best ever. To me it sounds totally insecure. But I think it's like driving him to be in a fight or flight situation where maybe he will you know, uh, write better, you know, if he feels like he has to, rather than feeling comfortable. If the world keeps telling you you're the best, I doubt if you continue um, striving to be the best anymore, you know, if you strive to maintain that. Eminem's an interesting artist for me, just because I, I don't follow him anymore. Um, I, I don't care too much for most of his music, but I grew up listening to a lot of it and I don't know who bought me the albums but I had like explicit you know versions of his albums uh, I couldn't I couldn't name you the album names but you know you know what they are uh, and I think I was telling Mariah my girlfriend I was telling her the other day that I think the first poet or lyricist I really paid close attention to was Eminem because I've always been attracted to like wordplay and, and, and crafty writing or just nice like prose. It just does something for me. So I grew up listening to Eminem and really studying his lyrics, as terrible as that is. But it was the wordplay that did something in my brain. It was like kind of tickling my mind, you know, amused me. Um, like from the song Kill You. Uh, slut, you think I won't choke no whore till the vocal cords don't work in the throat no more. You know, it's obviously a terrible thing, okay? I'm not, I'm not for hurting women. I don't want to, you know, it's, it's awful. You know, it's, it's super angry. It's mean. Um, it's not nice. It's not, you know, it's not happy. It's hard to, like, drive down the road on a sunny day and really, you know, absorb that one. And really you know, just feel, feel the energy of that song. It's not easy for me anymore to listen to that, but I love the wordplay. I love the flow of it. I think it's so interesting. So I'm not really sure like what my thoughts are on Kamikaze. I think it's interesting how much hype is around it. I love the politics involved. I love listening to artists like 
respect each other or disrespect each other just because it, it, it adds some sort of like, you know, that reality TV quality of drama. I don't know. So Wednesday night I was working late and I, uh, I was thinking to myself, it's been raining all week, you know, it's been real dreary out. And at first I really liked it. I, I like the rain quite a bit, but if it goes on like this, it kind of drives me crazy. Wednesday night I got home. I was going to go to sleep and I, I thought to myself, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow morning. It's going to be rainy. I'm, I don't have anything planned. I don't have anything going on. I'm going to enjoy myself and just really kick back and relax on Thursday. So I ended up doing that. I had the option of waking up at like 7. And instead I slept in until about like 9. Which to me nowadays is sleeping in. So I woke up around 9 and I just felt like garbage. You ever just like sleep in to the point where you feel... You, you didn't enjoy it. You just feel guilty. You know? You're almost like more tired because you slept extra. Well, that's what happened. So I got around really slowly. I drank some coffee. Uh, you know, I made a pot of coffee and I, I drank it the entire day, over caffeinated until my stomach hurt. Uh, and I didn't have anything to do. I, and it was one of those days where, like, I was stuck. Like, I couldn't enjoy relaxing. I couldn't enjoy playing video games, even. I couldn't enjoy watching a movie. I watched a movie that I'd never seen before, and it was pretty good, and I just still didn't enjoy it. It was like I was just, I was trapped in some sort of misery that was, uh, I, I caused from sleeping in. I think it was just, what it is, it's a lack of momentum. Like, you start off your day with a lack of energy, and you're not doing anything to, uh, fix that or to gain more energy, then I, I think it just kind of, it's for me, totally messes up my day. So I spent the entire day at home. I didn't go out once, you know? And I think if I would have spent like a half hour just like doing yoga, going to the gym, or even going to a public space to like buy a coffee even, just to interact with people, I probably would have changed my entire day. But even recognizing that, I still didn't. It's like I didn't have the energy. I didn't have like the focus to to like carry out anything productive to think about anything fun I could do I was just bored it was awful it sucked so then I get a phone call I'm like dozing off on the couch I get a phone call at like 3 o'clock and uh, the phone call says uh, hi uh, is this Bryce and I said yes my heart sank I instantly knew who it was hi this is the uh, dentist office or whatever you had an appointment at 2.40 p.m. Um, would you like to reschedule? And I, I felt so terrible. I had something to do. I had a motive. I did have some sort of ambition for the day. I just totally forgot about it. I was supposed to go to the dentist. I don't have any current problems. I just had, it was a checkup. Not a big deal. Could have changed my entire day. But I totally forgot. So I rescheduled. We rescheduled for Tuesday. We're back on track. Everything's working out. We're fine. But I, I just felt so stupid. I apologized so much because I wasted their time. I wasted my entire day. Felt awful. So today, I knew I had to wake up. I knew I had to wake up early. I woke up at like 7, 7.30. I ate some breakfast. I had some coffee. And... uh 
I could have gone back to sleep, but I just did not. And I had a meeting. I had a meeting I was looking forward to at like 10 o'clock. Um, and it got canceled. And by this point, I was already, you know, I was showered and dressed and ready to go to this meeting. Kind of ready for my day. And I just found out last minute that it was canceled until Monday. And a part of me, you know, you get excited sometimes when something's canceled. I do at least. When something's canceled, I'm like, oh, thank God. But at the same time, I, I'm like, well, it's just, it's just going to be the same thing as yesterday where I sit around and I'm not doing anything productive, you know, until I work again. I don't know. So far, it's not. It's not really turning out like that. Um, but if I had gone to that meeting, you know, where would I be at right now? I'd probably be on my way to the grocery store stocking up on groceries so I don't have to eat ranch-style beans for lunch again, you know? That's probably going to make me happier if I just eat something decent. It's all momentum. That's all I'm saying. You got to wake up, get to it, stay on it, focus. But it's just the worst kind of day to have where you can't relax. You can't enjoy playing video games. Everything you do feels guilty for some reason. Because you, you, you're not allowing yourself to, like, you need to have a reward system. You have to struggle for a little bit in order to feel justified for like really indulging yourself in stupid entertainment. At least I do. And like I said before, it only takes like maybe like, I don't know, 30 minutes, 30 minutes of like mild exercise. Felt miserable all day. It wasn't even like a really like, this is how I get depressed. This is how it happens. This is how people get depressed. I don't know. I don't want to generalize for other people, but this is definitely how it happens for me. And this momentum will stay up. It'll snowball into more days like that, more days like that, more days like that, until I finally have to do something, like, good for myself, you know? It's dangerous. It's dangerous, folks. I'm not letting it happen today. I am I am over-caffeinating again, I think. But, you know, I feel, um, I feel like, actually alive today. Like, I, I can actually focus and... And I don't know if that's because I'm, like, just slightly tired from not getting enough sleep. Like, it keeps me a little bit on edge. It's different. It's a different kind of feeling. Not sure. So, um, small talk. Yeah, I'll do this probably whenever I want to. But it'd be ideal if I did this maybe, like, once a week, once every two weeks or something like that. Um, I'll probably keep it around, you know, 20 minutes long however long I can really talk like this. The, um, generally speaking, was initially supposed to be like this. It was just supposed to be like a, <laughs> like me just talking by myself. Uh, and I realized that I don't really have the, like, capacity to talk for, like, an hour. And I knew I wanted to do, like, an hour-long podcast. And I also realized that I'm not as interesting as other people. So it'd be way better if I just spoke with other people who aren't interesting. So that's why I love, I love just conversations. I love talking with people. That's why I, I have it the way I have it. But this is still just another form of this outlet. I'm just kind of extending the podcast into this um, so I can do this also. Um, so, you know, stay tuned. We have a new episode coming out on Sunday. And I also wanted to clarify that um, I, on my banner on my Facebook page, it says a new episode each week. And uh, that can be confusing because I do a new episode every week for four weeks. And then the fifth week, 
I take a break for scheduling more interviews and focusing on just promoting the podcast overall. And then I get back on to the four week thing. So I, I, I kind of do it in like four week segments and it just kind of really, it works out for me, but it's been bothering me that I had a banner that says new episode each week when that's not technically true. It's like every fifth week, I'm not going to have an episode. So we have one more episode for this, this little patch of four episodes coming out on Sunday. What is it? Like nine, September the 9th, nine, nine new episode. And then I'm going to take a week break, promote the podcast. Uh, you know, and you do what you want to do with it. Share it with your friends, show a family member, you know, make them happy. I don't know. Do you like it? Do they, maybe they'll like it. You know, someone who likes it, do what you feel, you know, I'm not going to push this on you. Um, but then I'll, uh, spend that week kind of chilling out and I, I have some super great interviews coming up. I'm very excited about. So this next patch of like four episodes that are coming out, that'll start releasing on, uh, let's see, it's not going to be 9-16, but it will start on 9-23. So September 23rd, starting then, from then on out, we'll have four episodes lined up that are just going to be fantastic. Really looking forward to it. Did I say September 23rd? That is not right. It's going to be September 16th. That's two weeks off. I can't do that. Um, but, you know, we'll figure it out as it goes. Have a great day.